on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. It's a good day, boys and girls. We have from the Gwendronach 19th Cask Series, the Gwendronach Cask 5080, the Gwendronach Cask 6052, and the Gwendronach Cask 217. And then from the inaugural Cask Roy Series from Ben Riach, we have cask number 3812, Ben Riach Cask 10297, Ben Riach Cask 15058, and from our friends at Balvenny, the Rare Marriages Collection, we are very fortunate to have the Balvenny 25 and the Balvenny 40. You mean they're not a single cast like the others? But no. Oh, my God. No. No. David oh. Stewart puts them in his infamous marrying ton and lets them sit there until they've percolated and blended and become happy, happy. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on it. One thirty. Nope, not anymore. We're not going Caddy, for two. No, Caddyshack got put on then. Oh, well. We got reruns of Caddyshack. You can't. You can't no, argue. they don't play it every day, though. You well, can't argue This is Caddyshack. a marathon Caddyshack week. Yeah, you can't, you can't argue Caddyshack. I know that. I watched them film that, actually. They filmed it just down the road when I was a kid. I used to go out there and watch them film it. Chevy, Chase, just, or, Chevy Chase or a rock at me. Go ahead. You told I just you. played I there too. at the Jacaranda Country Club yesterday. No, not Jacaranda. No? Rolling Hills. Ah. And they filmed the pool scene right across the street from um, that Mexican place, Bianchito. So oh, wow. Plantation Preserve, yeah. All right, enough reminiscing like old fo- old fogies. So uh, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Thank gosh we're getting the scotch. You were prom- I was promised scotch, I'm getting it. Well, you're not getting, uh, yeah, I don't have the hypernova for you today. I know you're going to be disappointed. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <sighs> and you, Made you Man Maury. Good morning. Happy to be back in the damp, dark, drippy basement. I, I keep it especially drippy just for you. You're Thank the biggest you. drip I know. <laughs> Isn't that... What's up, uh, chlamydia? <laughs> uh, we've been asking what that sore is on you for years, but none of us can actually identify it. And I've got a surgeon across the he's, table from he's me. The, he's the urologist. Yeah. To me, it's a trip, right? Yeah, he can't yeah. figure out what he's got. Trip. Yeah. But the sore you have is unrecognizable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And good old boy, Justin. Uh, good morning. Sorry, I missed out on that Nashville hot haggis. You're a complete bastard and we all hate you. Yeah. There you go. So don't make fun of haggis. And good old boy, Harmeet. Bob, please let me uh, grovel at your feet today for allowing me in the basement. This is one of the best shows of the year. This is it. This is the one. 
kiss my ring. Yes. Oh, oh wait, no. <laughs> yes, no. master. It's not on my hand. <laughs> I've inserted it in another place that you can kiss. So, all right. So our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, anything else you can drink. And here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. It's a good day, boys and girls. So we have from the Gwendronach 19th Cask Series, the Gwendronach Cask 5080, the Gwendronach Cask 6052, and the Gwendronach Cask 217. And then from the inaugural Cask Release Series from Ben Riach, we have Cask number 3812, Ben Riach Cask 10297, Ben Riach Cask 15058, Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. And from our friends at Balvenny, um, the Rare Marriages Collection, we are very fortunate to have the Balvenny 25 and the Balvenny 40. You mean they're not a single cast like the others? But no. Oh, my God. No. No. David oh. Stewart puts them in his infamous marrying ton and lets them sit there until they've percolated and blended yeah. and become this is proof that it's it's better to be happy a, happy so better be in a relationship than uh, a single cask i mean th- this 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 show has been touched by two of my favorite people in all of scotland i mean dr rachel barry and, and david stewart i mean show us on the door you're, you're not going wrong you. you're not going wrong so so let's have uh Against my better judgment, let's have Justin tell us about our SIPS ratings. I begged him not to do an accent, but he's going to do it anyway. You ready? I didn't know where this Justin Ah! is today, but Grand Keeper Willie's here to talk to you about SIPS ratings. Sounds like a Russian. For He's <laughs> South African. He went South African on us. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I can see a little villain from uh, what was that? Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horace <laughs> Badenov. Yeah. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. All I need him to do is say musket, moose, and squirrel. That's all I need, Adam. Musket, moose, and squirrel. Yeah, see, there you go. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't it's getting that closer. nice? It's getting closer. It couldn't get any further away. No. Come on. <laughs> Three sips. Mm, interesting. What was this again? A really bad accent. That's what it was. That's uh, Dracula. You don't tune in for anything else. Yeah, that's that's Dracula with a speech impediment. It's not like he gets paid for this. Do you have any earplugs? (laughs) Could be Elephant Boy. Maybe he's Elephant Boy. Four seeps. Let's keep the secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five seeps. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! Yes! Oh. I just yes! want to point out, he did not rehearse at all for this. <laughs> Surprisingly. No, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> right. It didn't show. Are you kidding? He spent but, six months in Scotland practicing for this we one. We did spend time drinking whiskey, and I think that, that was the better time spent. Yeah, so, all right. So let's go on to our first whiskey of the show. And we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. Our first whiskeys are barrels from the 19th annual release of the Glendronic Cask Bottling Series. For this series, Master Blender Rachel Barry personally selected a total of 12 casks for each bottled from a single Pedro Jimenez or Oloroso sherry punchin or butt distilled between 1990 and 1994. Three of 
Three of those casks were selected especially for the U.S. market, and we were fortunate to have all three today. Yes, now, I do need to point out that not each of these was all in the same market. Each of them went to a different market. So if you'd like all three, you'll have to do a little traveling from state to state, boys and girls. The first whiskey is the Glendronic Cask 5080, clocking in at 54.3% ABV or 108.6 proof. It was distilled in 1924. 94, not 24. Excuse me, 1994. I wish. 27 years. <laughs> a 98-year-old scotch. <laughs> in an Oloroso puncheon, and it yielded 667 bottles. Do you have the states list for this, Bob? Not off the top of my head, no. It's got a beautiful mahogany color, um, just a gorgeous color. This is a, a pretty amazing whiskey. Uh, on the nose, you're getting orange peel, heather honey, um, cocoa-dusted truffle, and even a little <laughs> pepper and tobacco. On the palate, it's got a beautiful viscosity. It's got a wonderful mouthfeel. Uh, you do get those uh, chocolate-covered orange peels, candied walnut, a little pepper, a little clove, honey, stewed fruits. Uh, it's just really a, an amazing whiskey. The finish just goes on and on, and uh, it's just a beautiful way to start the day. Brent, what do you think? It's scotch. Of course I hate it. <laughs> no, <laughs> this... You know what? If all the scotches were like this, I would actually enjoy them. I mean, it's this is a beautiful expression. The, uh, now I know what um, what uh, cocoa dusted truffles smell like, and so I got that going for me. But I love the fruits on this. I love the oranges. I love the uh, the, 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 the that the cranberry ganache that that comes through on the palate. It's it's a nice coating. It's got that candied walnuts on it beautiful there's nothing wrong with this i mean i no, it's delicious it's just absolutely delicious and i and you know what's wrong with what, it i don't have a case of it in my garage yeah, but that's I, what's wrong with it right but the, if scotch there is were 667 like bottles for the united states for the right. world right the world. For the i don't world. care about the world i care came, about me the US. yes i know yeah. Yeah. but 666 bottles 667 bottles are all that exist on planet earth and that's what's wrong with it is only a handful of lucky people will get to try this whiskey. And it's amazing. Justin, what three words do you have? So the three words I have Thank today you. is... <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. You can age whiskey in a punchin. You can age whiskey in a butt. But it's always better than a punch in the butt. No. They are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. And somehow, it, despite expecting it, it still just struck a nerve. It's amazing how all these different flavors and scents actually work together and complement each other. There's so many different elements. Rachel Berry is a genius. What do you think, Harm? I love Dr. She's not Dr. But she's Rachel Berry, and she's freaking amazing. She spent three years going through Glendronic. After Brown Foreman bought Glendronic, uh, Benriac, and uh, Glendronic. She spent three years just getting rid of the junk out of the warehouses and picking the best stuff and just they got rid of the they dumped and, and sold off the stuff and what they have now what they're releasing is stunning. fantastic uh the fruit is phenomenal it is surprising to me you get the red currant uh i get the grenache i get the the, the cranberries mm -hmm. all that chocolate what i didn't get was a raisiny note which i expect in the oloroso i was surprised no you'll see that later on but this one no, was no, not raisiny one, it's not raisiny at all this is 27 years in oloroso but oh sorry punching which is huge and I still am just surprised and, and impressed by this whiskey. Every time I come back to it over the last couple hours, I've been drinking it. And 
Oh my god, it keeps getting better. And not a yeah. drop of water in it right no. now. But does anybody, did anybody try any water? No, I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. even. Here. I wouldn't even come close to water with these today. So I just. I got to. Just gonna taste it. It really doesn't need water. No, I don't think so. It doesn't need it. But let's see what it does. Uh, All right. Okay. So it didn't really improve the nose. I think it was more intense and, and better, but without the water. Mm. But the palate, the palate stands up to the water and just brings out more. You yeah. get more candied fruit. It comes out and look, it's a long finish. I love this. This is fit. And the raspberry or cranberry you were talking about, I didn't get it. I'm getting it now. This is a fantastic uh, whiskey. I mean, it really is. Mm. And it's exactly what I would expect from Rachel Berry. Um, again, I think she is one of the either one, number one or number two on my list in Scotland in the business. I mean, everything her hand touch is fantastic. Um, you really couldn't improve on this other than having More 667 of <laughs> bottles of it in my garage. Um, it's luscious. It's delicious. It's fruity. It's just got such a depth. It's... It's absolutely magnificent. So we're going to be rating the Glendronach Cast 50, 80, uh, well-deserved five steps. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back. And we were just discussing the Glendronach Cast number 50, 80. We gave that a well-deserved five steps. So let's move on to the next cast that we have. And we're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is a Glendronach cask number 6052 50.8 abv it's 101.6 proof this was distilled in 1992 so it's 28 years old aged in pedro imminent punchins there's 658 bottles this and the nose on this i got right off the bat i got plums i got uh, i got plums and i got a little bit of uh, chocolate uh, on the palate palate comes through with Right away, that plums follows through from the nose right onto the palate. You get that. You get some other. Uh, I get some like apricots and the plums, some oranges. A little bit of nice little finish. It's nice, it's it's fruity. It's fun. It's uh, you know a little bit of raisin note to it a little bit. Not a lot, just a little because that the plum is the the dominant uh, flavor for me here, but. Again, really? I would I agree. Think, I think that it's less dried fruit and more fresh fruit, fresh plum, fresh currant, some apricot. Uh, it's definitely a little more tropical, a little more fresh fruit for me than anything else we've had. I don't get those uh, dried notes of raisins. and. It's a Pedro Jimenez cast. You're going to get that fruitiness. But um, really, what struck me is you were talking about the plums, but on the palate, I got more orange and mandarin. I agree with Brian. I got the plum more than orange. It Especially definitely was not a citrusy no? for me. I thought it was more red fruit. More red fruit for you? Yeah. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, but, Justin? Jordan. So Jordan. This, Justin? This for me is all about mouthfeel. So I started out enjoying it and it had a nice, full-bodied, oily mouthfeel. And then it finishes dry in a very specific place on my palate. It's like the back part of the would that be the g-spot of the palate the g-spot definitely and it was wow it's really interesting like you normally don't have anything that starts oily and ends dry what'd you think bob i thought it was fantastic um the plums were much more evident on the nose when we first opened it um a lot of that's blown off 
The palate too, I think it I'm, blew off a little bit. I'm still, I, I mean, I can still get plum, but it's not the overbearing, you know, dominant that it was before. But it's, yeah, it was plums and strawberries earlier. Yeah. It's, not, it's gone away. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's it's definitely a different dram now. It's got some air on it. Um, I'm getting some more of the raisin on it. I'm getting some more, a uh, little bit of dark chocolate on the nose. And I'm getting more of that Pedro Jimenez character is coming through. I do get the mandarin. I do get on the palate. I do get the, a little bit of the citrus, and I get the red currant. The citrus comes in mid-palate, and it stays on a yeah. long finish. And I get a little bit of dried apricot. And uh, Honestly, I expected a lot more raisiny, pruny notes because of the Pedro Jimenez. And the age. And, ones, and the age and the ones I've had from Pedro Jimenez. But this was surprisingly fresh fruit mm-hmm. and red fruit for me. It was oh, yeah. very bright and very elegant. Oh, yeah, that's why uh, it's yeah. a single cast selection. She picks something that stands out. It's very yeah. different. She's not blending it with anything else. This b- barrel stands on its own. Yeah. Well, we're going to be rating the Gwendrona cask uh, 6052, a well-deserved four sips. Oh, so dis- disappointing four sips. After that last one. Oh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. Please just deliver a dump truck of it to my house. <laughs> Ah, drink it till I drop dead. Uh, so let's have uh, Justin tell us about our last one from Glendronic. So we're going to talk about another single cask from Glendronic. This is cask 217. It's 55.4% alcohol by volume or 110.8 proof. This was distilled back in 1992. It's 29 years old and it's aged in an Oloroso sherry butt. And I like big butts. I cannot lie. And this That's was good. no exception. You, have, have you seen yourself in the mirror lately? <laughs> On the nose, I got like these beautiful notes of leather and deep, dark, lush raisins, touch of apricot, and these sultana raisins. On the palate, I got these dark, rich sugars. Um... Like someone took a fruit cake and powdered it, and cherry, nutmeg, and raisin. It's just a very rich, lush cask, and I really like this. What'd you think, Maury? Yeah, I thought it was Christmas in a bottle. Uh, this was one of my favorite whiskeys of the day. Um, it just had all those great, wonderful, uh, sticky toffee. It kind of reminds me of a great great old english style sticky toffee dessert uh the muscovado sugar the nutmeg the raisin um toffee uh i just really thought it was a spectacular whiskey it really reminds me of of a lot of uh uh, fruit cake and christmas spice cake and uh i thought it was fantastic it was just uh, a real surprise and uh really pleasant really enjoyable yeah that raisin pudding really came out to me early on and then it, so it yeah. turned into like oh bring me my figgy pudding you know but uh you know with it with the fruitcake taste to it and stuff that you get on it because you have all those other fruits that come out on it i love that it's as fruity as it is it's not like over fruity it's not like no not at all. no no but and that's definitely more of a dry that's what's nice fruit. about it uh, yeah it's well, well balanced. Whereas the last one was all bright and fresh fruit. This is more your dried fruit, your fruit cake. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're sort of and oxidized, caramelized yeah. sugars yeah. that have been uh, toffee, toffee eyes. And that's it. It's, it's, a, it's 
a good fruit cake, not not the one that you keep passing around every Christmas to so, everyone you know. Like when I lived in New Orleans, we used to go to this. Um, there was these monks who made fruit cakes, and there was this the seminary would people would come from hundreds of miles away to buy fruit cakes from these guys. This is it. This is this is the sherry bomb. This is the good fruit. This cake. is the good fruit cake. This is the one I was like, you know. Forget about my diabetes. I'm ordering this fruitcake. Yeah, no. <laughs> fruitcake and cherries yeah. and, and raisins. And, and again, the best. that with the dark fruit on this, I, I would have almost thought that this one was had a little PX in it, but it's not. It's, 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 this is all. This it's is 100% the Oloroso. Oloroso. Yeah. This is, this is, a this is what so a really, smaller. really good Oloroso sherry cast. So, yeah, the butt is small. The punchins are, are double yeah. size or, or yeah. close to double size. Of yeah, punch. about double. So you get. Uh, a lot more concentration of the sherry in here. That color is just gorgeous. This deep mahogany, and that just tells you what you're getting into. Oh my gosh, 29 years old, and uh, too old for DiCaprio. Too old for DiCaprio, but I need this. I need this in my life. Yeah, I could. I could go for again a dump truck full of this. So we are going to be rating the Gwendrona cast number two one seven a well deserved oh five sips. All right, so Harm's going to tell us about the stuff we have from Ben Riach. Thanks, Bob. Our next whiskeys are barrels from the first release of the Ben Riach cast bottling series in the U.S. Each of these three expressions are exclusive to the U.S. and have been drawn from individual casks selected by master blender Rachel Berry to offer a rare and unique insight into the versatility of Ben Riach's eclectic cask styles. Limited to a few hundred bottles per cask, each is whiskey is bottled at cask strength. Uh, its most natural and non-diluted form, providing an unadulterated glimpse into the spirit of Benriac Distillery. The age statements range from 12 to 27 years old. I love this. I need more of this. This first cask we have is not available in Florida. Damn you, Benriac. Benriac cask number 3812, 58.2 ABV, 116.4 proof, 12 years old. Aged in Pedro Jimenez Punchins, 500 liters, and it gave, yielded 642 bottles. The color is uh, medium amber, and the nose is all about brioche and butter and raisins and orange marmalade. And it's a little hot. It's only 12. Mm. Butterscotch on the palate, hazelnuts all day long, and that brioche comes back. The finish is long, long, long with raisins and nuts, and I cannot believe it's 12 years old. The only thing that gives it that makes me think it's 12 is it's a little hot on the nose. That's it. Honestly, it's decidedly different after about an hour's worth of air. When it first came out of the bottle, I thought it was closed and tight and very, you know, uninspiring. But the air and time have done it justice. It's, it's beautiful. I agree with you. It's a really, really nice whiskey. And uh, the brioche is really what, what did it for brioche me. Brioche and toasted nuts. Both, mm -hmm. both on the palate and on the nose. The brioche and the toasted nuts. I agree with you completely. It's hard to believe this is only 12 years old. Oh, it's impossible. Yeah. It's hard to believe. I mean, because Brent, this is... Yeah, so you hate scotch. How do you think? How do you think? I know I hate scotch, and so that's why I'm, that's why I'm, uh, I'm conflicted in my body, you know, because I, I don't like scotch. But these are, are put together amazingly well that they're just they're done right and that's what would convert somebody to 
scotch is objects like these. Uh, I love, I mean, on, on the palate, I got some, I got like a honey lemon on there as well. It was like, it's just, you know, the, very similar to what we just had, but, you know, half the age yeah. and just as good, if not better. It's like a lemon cream pastry with butterscotch. It, it's half the age and, and the honey. price is a lot better too yeah. because of that. It, this is retailing around a hundred bucks. Yeah. This is a no brainer. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you can find this, if you find this, buy it. Absolutely. Buy I, it. I don't believe it's coming to Florida. So all you people, other people out there, just be happy. Yeah. yeah. 642 bottles. I mean, grab them while you can. Absolutely fantastic. Well, we're going to be rating the Ben Riot cast 1029, or sorry, 3812, a well deserved oh my five sips. Yeah. 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 Our next cask is the 10297, and that's yours, yeah. Bob. Yep. So the Ben Riot cask 1029, 55.4% ABV, 110.8 proof. It's 23 years old. It's aged in Marsala cask, so you already had me there. Uh, 264 bottles total. Jeez. And dark. This one's coming to Florida. Dark bronze. I want color. all 264 barrels. You hear me, guys? Bottles. Yeah. Brown, and balls. on the nose, apricots, a little bit of peach, some beautiful floral notes, cherry blossom, orange blossom. A little bit of vanilla. Mm. Mm-hmm. And on the palate, orange, beautiful orange blossom honey. A um, little bit of chocolate, um, not dark chocolate, like semi-sweet chocolate. A um, little bit of apricot. Just absolutely magnificent. I mean, absolutely magnificent. This is a beautiful, beautiful cask. The Marcella character, you can taste that underlayment of the Marcella, but it is in no way um, taking over the scotch. It's literally just lifting it up. Extremely well done. I mean, just extremely wow, well wow, done. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, this and is This, this reminds is me in the spring, if, you're, if you've ever been to Washington, D.C., when they're, when the uh, cherry blossoms yeah. come out and you're walking down the mall. Yeah. And, and you, you just smell and you that. Just as smell it that goes, you know, yeah. this is that. This is just a walk down the mall when those cherry blossoms yeah. are out. It's just, it's just a lovely, it's just a beautiful expression. It's just what it is. It reminds I, you of that every single that, time. But on the palate, I'm getting that orange blossom honey. So I took my daughter to a pumpkin patch yesterday, and she got the you know, the hay rides and all that stuff. And she she had those little honey sticks. She said lavender honey and the the oh yeah yeah those are fun. Those yeah, are fun. this is this I stole. I mean, I'm diabetic. I can't do that stuff, but I can steal a little taste, right? Oh my god, this is that in the glass. This is that orange blossom honey, and the clementines, and oh, this is beautiful, and rich, and it's coming to Florida. I'm very excited. It's got a certain richness to it. It's just viscous, mouth-coating, luxurious, uh, elegant. Those are some of the adjectives. It goes all around the mouth. It goes under the palate, the side of the palate, the back of the throat. It coats everything. Um, It's not oily like a Campbelltown scotch or anything, but it's just got just such a mouth-coating feel to it. And it's so deep. It's so dark and rich and deep that it just really, it just coats your whole mouth. And it stays with you. The finish on this thing is forever. Oh, yeah. Justin? 
So chime in. What excites me about this and a lot of the other spirits we've had in this show today is they're single casks. So it's much more common to find a single barrel of bourbon than a single cask of scotch. So I hope this is the beginning of a new trend and not just a bright well, spot. 19th time going darn 19th year going darn done it. Better off this is the first year. But we're not, we, the thing is, we don't get them that often in America. That's right. They don't come here. Oh, so the, there's the, a lot more single cask releases over there? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're in Scotland, you can buy a cask. It's yeah. not a big deal. But for us to get a single cask here. Yeah, it's rare and special. Yeah. And this expression showing that. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, once more got people. Forrest Gump on the end of the day. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Well, how about you give us a rating on this what one, did, Bob? What did Jenny think about it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there. This one was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So the Benriac cast number 10297 is going to be an extremely well-deserved 5 Oh, six. my goodness. Yes! 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 This is why people such drink a, scotch. Such a it's horrible a, show. I mean, today. but this is not, but this is finished scotch. This is a twenty-three-year-old scotch under five hundred bucks that tastes like more than five hundred bucks. Yeah, right. This is it. I don't know that I'd agree that they're really finished, Brent. Scotch has been aged in sherry butts forever, yeah. right? And these are, you know, I mean, McAllen, every one of their scotches is sherried. Well, they so, changed that now, but yeah, you're right. Uh, for the most part, they've got, you know, very. They're known for their sherried scotches. So this is not really like new, like we're doing a scene in America with, you know, sticking stuff in rum casks and port casks. This is the way they've been making scotch for yeah, they're they're aging of years. it from day one, and it it's not they're not taking a finish whiskey and giving it a year or two or three in a you know in a different barrel just to you know, what's get more that common release. though if for the less expensive stuff is because there's so many american ex-bourbon casks because in bourbon you're only allowed to use a cask once they sell all their casks to scotland so that's why you're getting a lot of most of the stuff you see most commonly is matured in ex-bourbon and then finished for a year six months or sometimes several years in Oloroso or other wine casks, but these guys are going old school. These Benriat, this is this is a hundred percent Marsala, and the previous one was a hundred percent. Was it Oloroso? Was it Pedro Mason? I've already lost track. The two seventeen was the twelve a, year. That was Pedro Jimenez. Yeah, Pedro Jimenez. It was a hundred percent that. So, but that was the way they used to do it. So, but now with the advent of bourbon and so many casks on the market. The less expensive stuff is usually starts ex bourbon and then goes on. Yeah. And they're allowed to use cast more than once. Right. So you see first, second, third use. And we don't know how many fills these uh, punchins and butts have had. But another interesting. But based point, on the flavor profile, these are first, first fill. Yeah, first these fill, are probably. First fill. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, considering how long they've been in there. Yeah. But I think the other interesting point to point out is that they're getting a high yield out of these barrels after 20 some odd years. This is a 24 year old. Uh, excuse me, 23-year-old, and they've got uh, 264 bottles. On the next one, it's uh, 24 and 641 bottles out of a punch, and that means they're not losing 74% like we are with the bourbons that we've seen earlier and uh, oh, no, on it's, other it's, shows. It, yeah, in Kentucky, they're using a, well, using a lot more of the angels here. You've got really cold yeah. weather in Scotland and high humidity. Yeah, correct. And so you have less, uh, you have less angel share. Yeah. But not only that, uh, in uh, in in Kentucky, you'll see the um, 
the alcohol get higher as it's longer than it sits in the barrel. Correct. You, you, they're evaporating water a little bit faster. So that actually the alcohol comes down. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think they've got more dunnage style warehouses and they're definitely cooler and more humid. And so a lot less angel share for sure. Yeah. And, and again, you know, the barrels that they're using are larger than an American standard barrel, which is 53. So, you know, a punch and, you know, a hogshead, all, all these different barrels are bigger than the standard barrels. So they're already starting out. Yeah. With the, the, but yeah, there Mar was this Marsala cast. Was yeah. Probably twice there was the one to two percent. Barrel. So. Well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are going through the Benriot cask series. Uh, we just finished talking about cask number 10297, well-deserved five sips. So let's go on to our next cask. We're going to have Brent tell us about you that You didn't one. play the sound effect for them, man. Five yeah, sips, baby. Play it. Yeah, I did. I, they deserve the sound effect. I did. So, not, before, not before the... No, I did it, and then you guys talked for two minutes. So, yeah. So the next one is the Benriot cask... Number 15058, 55.4% ABV, 110.8 proof, 24 years old. It's aged in Oloroso Sherry Punchins. Total number of bottles is 641. Again, a very num limited number. So uh, the nose on this one is just, uh, it's a creme brulee, vanilla, um, just a little bit of chocolate on there but it's just a beautiful nose and um on the uh, palate you get this get this chocolate orange with some with some little bit of raisins and uh and the, the vanilla follows through just a little bit it's just a beautiful expression i mean i can't get over how well these are done it's it's just uh it's a little uh explosion in your mouth of uh of these great little flavors you know it's not over spiced like uh you know, like somewhere like if we had like a, a like a rye, like a American rye or something like that. These are just blended and creamy and mouthfeel and. But it's twenty four years old, not six year old like your standard American rye, or actually a good American rye, six years old. Standard stuff's like three, and it's beautiful. This is what what I would all show. I've been saying this is what's going to convert a bourbon drinker to drink scotch. And not that peaty, uh, iodine, smoky. Oh, we got stuff. that coming on another show for you, Brent. <laughs> Sissy. We're coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I get, <laughs> the promises, promises that I have to put up with. Oh, I got a high over with your name on it, buddy. I know that. What do you think, Jason? So I really love this expression. It's like you went to the best brunch in the world and you had all the greatest desserts in that brunch and sequential well, not in sequential, in sequence. And they all tied together with a the great theme of uh, sherry. I saw you do that at the brunch at the Breakers. Yeah, you I pretty did, much yeah. went through everything in the dessert bar. And, yeah. and that is pretty much Forrest what, what I'm conjuring for this review was that experience. So yes. Both of you mentioned the desserts, but does nobody get any umami notes? Because to me, this is like you have, this is maple You have umami bacon. issues. I get some bacon. Nobody get any bacon. I don't have mommy issues like you, so yeah. Yeah, well, some no, of the desserts no, have no. bacon. I said umami, not ooh, mommy. <laughs> Bob is just shaking Messed his head. Up. Can anybody tell this is the second show? I'm yeah. just letting y'all know. So now the come from further away. You get you get any like maple cure or brown sugar cure bacon? 
Yes. No. Bacon notes. Yes. Bacon notes. Bacon, it. dude. This is not smoky bacon. This is brown foot, sugar. Foot and a half away yeah, from yeah, the right glass. Here. I had bacon this morning, and I don't get bacon on oh, here. I'm getting it. This, coffee, this maple, coffee, hazelnut, cedar, creme brulee, bacon. I'm getting. Oh yeah. It's he had bacon coffee. for breakfast, and he didn't waste his face. So that's I, a problem. I, you know, I didn't actually uh, eat breakfast. Still stuck in his facial hair. I did not eat breakfast, uh, Bob. What I had for breakfast was this whiskey. Thank you very much. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> that breakfast whiskey? <laughs> The first show we recorded today was the BTAC series. So, well, yeah, what did you what it. did you think, Maury? You know, I agree with what's been said, except for the bacon. I think the bacon is um, bacon grease from the beard, but uh, this is an amazing whiskey. Again, they're all a little bit different. I do love sherried whiskey, and uh, this Oloroso Sherry Punchin has really done its job. Uh, it's a, uh, amazing. I, I agree with Justin. I'm more getting things, notes of vanilla creme brulee You're getting all the pastries nut. uh pastry for sure i i'm not getting the bacon uh i loved it i thought it had a beautiful finish again this is more of the style of one we talked about earlier and that the dried fruits the the raisiny notes the toffee sticky toffee pudding kind of comes to mind um dried there's no umami for you none no, uh, not for me ah, umami. I, I loved it i thought it was fantastic no, nah, I'm not getting any meat out of it. No, but uh, there is a pr protonaceous taste to this. I'm loving it. Wash your hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that chocolate orange. I'm getting big hazelnuts. Um, a little bit of the raisiny is coming through. Mm. I get regular sized hazelnuts. Just beautiful. <laughs> you well, you know. Again, wash your hands. Um, <laughs> Great mouth coat to it. Goes all the way down the palate. Goes all the way on the sides of the mouth. Um, the finish just goes on and on and on. This is an absolutely classic example of an Oloroso Sherry whiskey. Agree. Couldn't agree more. This is like, this is, I mean, if you looked it up in the dictionary, it would just say, I know, I think cast this goes beyond the classic example. The classic example of Oloroso Sherry whiskey to me is sweeter. And is a little more unctuous. This has got some lift to it. This makes it. This is something special. I don't know about sweeter, but yeah, the, 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 this is. It's a little more flabby. I get this more of the got, sweeter when you're is, going like PX or something like that. But no, this this is something yeah, special. This, this is, is beyond the classic. This is absolutely lovely. So we're going to be rating the uh, Ben Riot Cast one five zero five eight. Sounds repetitive, but again, five six. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 Just fantastic. So we're going to have Maury tell us about uh, the folks at Balvini. Thank you, Bob. Founded in 1892 by William Grant, the Balvini single malt scotch whiskey is produced by William Grant and Sons Limited, an award-winning independent family-owned distiller, and today run by its direct descendants of Worcester Grant. Nowhere else can you find a distillery that grows its own barley, malts its own traditional floor maltings and still employs a team of coopers to tend to the casks alongside a coppersmith to maintain the stills and of course master distiller david c stewart mbe presides over the all-important maturation process an amazing place and they're really uh, renaissance people in that they're doing so many things uh, the same way it's been done for centuries uh, the first whiskey from the Balvini will be the Balvini 25, age 25 years, 48% uh, 
ABV, non-chill filtered, no color added. With uh, a su- do you want to talk about suggested retail price? Eight hundred bucks. Yeah, whatever. it's expensive. Turn it out there, baby. Oh, it's on the re- on the cross commercial portion of the evening. Go ahead. To craft the Balvini twenty five, Maltmaster David carefully chose some of the Balvini's rarest traditional American and European oak casks to create the special tasting profiles designed for the range. These single malt whiskeys had matured for 25 years and were handpicked to complete the layers of flavor and vision. The two casks were then married together in the brand's traditional oak tons for just the right amount of time to become one sophisticatedly simplistic expression. So in previous years, Maury, um, in America, we used to get only single barrel expressions of 25. This Correct. is the first time he's doing a, a multi, multi-barrel expression. Well, it's really only two barrels, but you're right. It is a blend of a couple of barrels to uh, achieve the profile. The color is a light copper. Uh, it's a beautiful color on the nose. Just amazing uh, crystallized ginger, some raw sugar, uh, some oakiness, uh, a little bit of... Uh, autumn fall you just gotta get a sense of uh fall foliage on the nose the palette is uh got lots of vanilla toasted marshmallow uh fruit a little bit of cinnamon a little bit of apple and then it's got a really long uh, finish i think like some of our previous whiskeys this one took time for me to open up it was not really quite the same right out of the bottle in fact i thought it was a little bit muted but with time and air it's blossomed into a beautiful whiskey uh that you could definitely drink all day if you could afford a few bottles right what do you think very much so this is this morning for breakfast we had some croissants that were wrapped up and had some apples and it was wrapped up in a croissant and this is kind of what that reminds me of this breakfast this morning and uh, it's just yeah, a it's beautiful like brioche. It's like apple. Yeah, it's just- exactly like that. You know, and it's adding a little bit of marshmallows with it. Um, it it's you know, with marshmallows on a fire, a little bit of toasted on the fire. That was actually and, the first thing I smelled was toasted marshmallow. Yes, further away. Yep, and it's just a. I'm really enjoying this one. You know, it's hard to imagine that it's available here for us to have right it's like wow this is great who can have it me mm-hmm. well i can have it right now i'm a big balvenie geek anyway everything they make just sort of hits me right they're one of my favorite distilleries on planet earth i mean i just everything they make i just really like but this one is is definitely special and again sweet nose a little bit of oakiness on it but but the toasted marshmallow the apples, the fruit, and just layer after layer after layer of honey. It's just so beautiful. Just absolutely lovely expression. So, um, I mean, what more can you say? It's it's. Malvini is the whiskey that brought me back to single malts after yeah. a long hiatus. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, and I've actually been to Belvini. I've walked that malting floor. It's pretty amazing. Uh, the uh it's just an amazing place very old world very hands-on and they are uh, as uh, as mentioned uh and confirmed uh the one of the only distillers that has their own coppersmith to tend to the stills and where their only only distillers have their own cooper who's managing the wood and the casks and uh that just goes to the no, fact that they're not, not publicly that. traded they're, they're, most people buy their maltings these guys do their own malting and they're not 100 percent, but they do a lot of them but a, 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 a portion yeah, for, of it yeah, yeah right 
they're they're doing what they can which is you well, know the, the yeah. dirty little secret of of uh, most scotch blends is the there's not enough barley for them to grow it all in scotland half that stuff's coming from northern northern france right so uh they've done it really nicely and i think this speaks to family owned and run um over uh traded on the open market and the stock exchange and worrying about investors all they right. can do it the old-fashioned way well, we're going to be rating the Balvany Rare Marriages 25-year, a well-deserved 5-6. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 How much time yeah. do we have left in the show, Bob? Not enough to talk about the last whiskey here. I didn't think so. So our last one is from the Rare Marriages collection, and it is the Balvany 40. It is 40. What did you say? 40. 4-0? Four 4-0. Yeah. Is in two times twenty. Not the not the proof. No. Years. Forty six percent ABV, ninety two proof, bottled at calf strength. Um, you know, it's a rare treat to try any whiskey over you know twenty, twenty five, thirty years. Um, even more so when you're trying something this fantastic. Um, it's just it's absolutely beautiful. It's. Just a honey sweetness on the nose. Again, orange blossom honey, a little bit of orange, a little Deep bit of citrus. Color. Beautiful color on it. Um, just creamy on the nose, vanilla, just the slightest wood of wisp of oak. And on the palate, mm, it's just floral. There's 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 citrus in there, there's orange blossom. If you had an orange creamsicle made for yeah, adults, that's, that's exactly what, what this like. is. Yeah, it's just it's so beautiful mouth coating. You get that that mm -hmm. beautiful sherry fruitiness on the back palate um, that just lifts the whiskey up. Um, thick, rich vanilla, and I just I'm I'm at a loss for words. I mean, this one is absolutely. Do fantastic. we know anything about the wood management uh, for this or the twenty five? It was well done. Uh, they did it right. Well it's definitely got some <laughs> sherry. <laughs> I know. I went through all these. I went early on. I went through all these all pretty quick ahead of everybody else. I just got to this one, and I was just one thing I said was wow. Just kept saying it. Just kept saying wow. You know, I mean, it impressed impressed me like like what are the words you have wow. That was the that That's was pretty the much how I summed it up with three letters wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's Justin. You got something besides wow. Yes. Thank you. It's not just how this expression tastes, but how it makes you feel it's special. It feels like every rough edge you have in the entire world is put into balance with this expression and that everything with the world is right. So it's if like you're having a bad you day, a yeah, like the angels gave you a hug. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. So I've had several whiskeys older than 40 years old. I've not had one better than this. Never. This is gorgeous. I've had whiskeys it, more than double the price of this whiskey, and this is not a cheap whiskey. We're talking about seven grand. I've had whiskeys way more than double the price of this. This is probably the best of those. I mean, it's I, honestly, I've had quite a lot of Balvenie over the years, uh, and and this is this is without a doubt the finest one I've ever had. I would agree with Bob. Belvini has a soft spot in my heart, not only because I've been there, but they just make an amazing product. I've really not had any bad expressions from Belvini. I think uh, even from their entry-level stuff, like their 14-year Caribbean cask, it's an amazing whiskey. I think it's too um, sweet for me, personally. 
This is this is this is way. Well, I'll be your whiskey geek, but I, uh, but the 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 fourteen the, is approachable. I will sell this a lot of it. Right, uh, it's approachable for the masses. This is a whiskey that not everybody is going to be willing, even if they could afford it, to spend the money. But for those that are really into the spirits, this is second to none. It's it's a blend of American oak and European oak. That's as much as That's I can. That's all get. we know. But then they put it into the Maring Ten, you know, the famous ton, and they let it sit until it comes out exactly the way that so elegant that david stewart intended so it's yeah it's just that's the word it's elegant it's absolutely fantastic it doesn't have any of the dried fruits that we've talked about earlier but just fresh fresh and bright yeah and beautiful wow yeah can we all say in unison i mean what do you say scotty wow what do you say scotty all i have is a bottle of very, very, very old Scotch. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I might so have to get, we're going to be rating the Balvenie Ferdy. It's 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 horrible to only give it five. I mean, it oh should get eleven. Yeah. We don't have eleven billion. Yeah. No eleven billion sips. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-host for joining. Who the heck was this? For this show? You idiots should be thanking thank me. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. So, thank you, Brent. Seven scotches, eight of five of five sip rating today. Yeah. What a show. Yeah. The worst one thank was you, a Bob. four bordering on five. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, was... I think half of us just gave it a four so it wouldn't sound sad. <laughs> <laughs> we gave it a <laughs> Because I'm, I'm like thinking, I, I got a five for that one. So, I'm going to get my shelter yeah. shirt now that says I'm here for the yeah. scotch. I wore, a, I wore my I'm here for the scotch shirt today. I think you should have brought a shirt like that for each of us. And thank you, Maury. <laughs> thank you, Bob. Pleasure being here today. It was an amazing day. Man, thank you, Justin. Thank you. I am at peace, my friend. Man, thank you, Harm. I've, you know, I've never meant it more than today. Thank you, Bob. All right, well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Madman Bob thanking you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. There was none here today. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.